Hey everybody, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, and welcome to this week's edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I am your host, Roy Turner, as always. Got a great, 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 great show for you this week. Uh, I can't even believe uh, how much awesomeness this show contains. We are bringing you uh, none other than adult industry superstar and all-around awesome uh, human being, uh, and just named a Cherry Pep. Uh, girl of the Year, Ariana Marie. Uh, she's a legend in the adult industry, um, and this was this is going to be our AVN preview for the upcoming AVN uh, awards coming up in Las Vegas in uh, in, in uh, mid to late January in 2018. And Ariana is like nominated for like every award there is, all the major ones. Um, like I said, she's a, she's a, a major force in uh, in the business. And just an all-around awesome individual. We had such a great time speaking with her. We also have uh, co-hosted uh, this week is also once again uh, one of our favorite people in the whole wide world. Of course, is little Jay Sinclair. Uh, Jay is a awesome, amazing. Uh, she's a burlesque. I don't really know what you call Jay. She does it all, man. She does. Uh, she does like you know performance art and fire breathing. Sexy burlesque goth craziness, and uh, and she's just one of my favorite people in the world, and so we're so happy to have her this week as well. Kind of talking about all the good stuff uh, coming down the the, the pike here. Now, uh, normally we would be doing a holiday episode uh, this week. We decided to forego it uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, we're still gonna gonna be celebrating the holidays and being all very cheery and and and, and Christmassy and stuff, but we're going to combine that with next week's uh, year-end episode. Last year we did a holiday episode and a year-end episode. This year we're just going to do just one that's going to tie it all together. Uh, one of the reasons why that became necessary <clears throat> excuse me, uh, is because we had to push back this initial episode of the AVN preview. Um, and the reason for that uh, is actually an unfortunate one. <clears throat> So the day that this episode was set to air, uh, the previous 24 hours prior to that, uh, the adult industry had lost a uh, one of their own and, and, and under very, very tragic uh, circumstances with the performer August Ames. Uh, some very tragic news came to light the morning of, and we felt like that it was it would be insensitive <clears throat> to go for, forward with the episode. Uh, and, you know, celebrating the AVNs and, and, and previewing them and talking about them. Uh, August Ames was uh, nominated for Performer of the Year, which is the highest award that there is. Uh, and so we thought we would just kind of kind of push it back there and, uh, and go ahead and, and honor August Ames and, and be sensitive to that. And in the week since, uh, there has been a few things, uh, decisions that we've, we've had to kind of had been forced to make because uh, the passing of August Ames has shed, uh, eliminated some kind of a bit of a dark light actually uh, on some things. And so we wanted to be sensitive to everybody. We wanted to be clear on our stance, uh, but we also wanted to proceed. Um, Ariana is, has been so amazing uh, as long as also little Jason Claire, and we wanted to be able to bring you uh, this episode and uh, this week. And also to celebrate not only the life and legacy of August Ames, to move forward and uh, and, and begin that healing process. 
<clears throat> in the week since, there also has been another tragedy. Uh, we heard about Yuri Love. Uh, she is uh, a longtime uh, performer in the, uh, in the adult industry. And unfortunately, she has succumbed to a drug addiction. So we just wanted to, not trying to bring anybody down. It's just the opposite, actually. We're trying to, I know this, this time of year can be kind of tough for people uh, in December, those that may not have families or, and we just want everybody to get some joy and some pleasure, not only out of, out of this episode, but out of life, especially around this time of the year. So we're going to bring you some holiday cheer. We're going to bring you the amazing Ariana Marie. <clears throat> you guys are going to love the interview that we, that we had with her and, and little Jay and I are, are going to bring you a, a great, great episode this week. Uh, I did want to mention a couple of things uh, before we proceed. The, the legacy and memory of, of August Ames. Anybody that knows me knows that I would never hand you any sort of cliche thoughts and prayers nonsense. Um, I am so very sorry for this tragedy and so sorry for the loss. Um, I wanted to make something public and use my voice and my format that if anybody out there that is listening that is suffering from depression or is considering doing something drastic and final and horrible, please seek help. Uh, there are worldwide suicide prevention uh, hotlines. Uh, if you go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org, uh, there's a number, uh, it's 1-800-273-8255. Let me say it again, 1-800-273-8255. That's available worldwide. Um, there's a lot of also international, because this show is worldwide. Please, if you are just feeling down, feeling upset, uh, if social media is getting to you, especially around this time of the year, I know some people kind of get down and stuff, just turn, just shut it off. Just turn off your social media. You know, I think in this case, if, you know, um, if, you know, if you could just kind of take a break from it, I mean, all the toxicity that's out there with the politics and, you know, it's a crazy time right now. We, we, we all kind of feel kind of divided. So let, let's, let's come together, you know, let's help each other. And, I know that's what Eva uh, is using her platform to do, and I want to to uh, equal that as much as I can and, and show that solidarity to, to her and all her efforts. Um, so again, if you are feeling uh, down, please please seek help uh, immediately. There's no shame in it. It's all completely anonymous, and uh, and I hope that you'll you'll feel better uh, just by knowing that there's hope out there. So, uh, without any further ado, uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to get we're going to get little Jay Sinclair. Uh, she is so awesome and just such a, a force of nature of positivity and fun and awesomeness. And if you guys remember our Lords of Acid episode, she was the co-host for that. So I couldn't uh, wait to have her back on, and I thought this would be the perfect uh, opportunity to do so. Uh, we wanted to recognize a few things. Just lots of fun stuff. Um, on trickykid.com. It's always great to go there because you can see a visual that accompanies this podcast and, and, and this show here. Because what happens is you go to trickykid.com, you'll see pictures of Ariana. Uh, you'll see pictures of Dilla J. Sinclair. And all the things that we're talking about with downloadable links that can, that can expand your experience. Also around this time of year, we always like to have fun with the, the year-end list stuff. Now, I know a lot of people take that stuff way too seriously. Like, we, we do a uh, top 25 albums, and we're not so arrogant that we think that we've heard all 25 records or every record that, that came out this year, we've narrowed them down. Well, no, just the top that we listened to, that we thought were cool, and we think that you might think are cool too, or 
or might not have heard and, and want to get turned on to it. And it's supposed to be an interactive experience, not some indie rock pissing contest, which all too often happens. We're also very dialed into the cosplay community and support them immensely uh, and always and forever. And so and under the same respect, we have a, a fun top 10 cosplayer list of people that we've met this year that were fun and 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 and, and charming and welcoming and awesome and just good, good, decent people that are doing some, some, some good work out there and, uh, and really, uh, uh, you know, taking the art of cosplay uh, to the next level. And, and so check out all that stuff, the top 10 cosplayer list, check out our, our, our we have a, a great Christmas playlist. Uh, I know that if you're driving around, you're probably you've already, I love Christmas, but when you listen to the Christmas stations, it's always like the same 10 songs being recycled. So we also offer an alternative to that. So we've got a great Christmas playlist. You go to trickykid.com. It's right there at the bottom. Just click play. It's probably already playing, and you'll hear some great stuff from Cheap Trick to Tom Petty um, and everywhere in between. Um, from Queen, uh, lots of great stuff on there. And there's actually one that's actually not on there that I'm going to bring you next here which is our song of the week. And I promised I'll get past all the, uh, the, the, the gloom and doom here. I don't mean to, but I just wanted to acknowledge this stuff and, and, um, and rightfully so for, you know, for the right, the right people. But I, uh, is it, uh, Pat Denizio, uh, from the Smithereens, the lead singer of the Smithereens. He also unfortunately passed away this month. And so we wanted to honor him. It's also the 10th anniversary of the Great Smithereens Christmas album called Christmas with the Smithereens. So the song of the week is going to be the the opening track of that, which is called Wake Up on Christmas Morning. Uh, we want to pay homage and, uh, and great respect to the, the late, great Pat D'Anunzio. I've been, been a lifelong Smithereens fan, and I uh, was very sad to see that. So again... Um, Again, unfortunately, you know, sorry to open the show with lots of gloom and doom, but it was necessary to uh, to honor these these people. So again, you know, uh, rest in peace, of course, to August Ames, uh, Yuri Love, and to my man uh, Pat Denizio. So this is Woke Up on Christmas Morning by the Smithereens, and we hope everybody has a wonderful uh, holiday and a Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll be right back with Little Jay Sinclair. Yeah. 
I'm shiny, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you okay? So you, obviously, we're doing our AVN uh, preview yes. for the for the big expo coming up yes. in Vegas in January. Yep, yep. And you just got back from Vegas, right? I did. I just got back from Vegas. I was in Vegas performing with Agents of Lust at the Artisan. Um, it was it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. I got messy. Um, I got you know undressed. It was it was grand old time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, no, and, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say um, the expo is gonna be uh, around my birthday too, because next month's my my birthday. So, are you planning on on attending this year? I would like to. I'm gonna uh, try my bestest, but. Um, it all depends on my show schedule and everything. Of course, of course. Now, now, when you went to Vegas, uh, just this time, what did you think of Vegas? It was it was a blast. It was a little overwhelming, um, <laughs> but in in a good way because there was just so much noise, so much going on, like so many people. It was crazy. There was a good crowd. 
Um, we had a whole lot of fun. It was this pretty much like a vampire ball, like pol- uh, poltergeist palace type thing. So they turned the artisan into like this spooky goth, like fetish thing. And it was awesome. We had people from LA come in. We had people from Denver. So it's like all of my friends gathered around from different states. And I'm like, oh, it's like a family reunion. Yeah, it's what it sounds like for sure, you know? It was and- so much fun. And you'd gotten and you had performed for them before, or were some of the people seeing you for the first time? There were some people seeing me for the first time, but I did. I was really happy that I was able to see some of my friends from Denver and some of my friends from LA who um, got to see me perform uh, with Agents of Lust because um, I don't think they've seen me perform with them before, but they've seen me perform with other troops. Well, so for those that did miss the show in Vegas, uh, you got anything coming up that uh, where people can catch you? Uh, tomorrow, um, I'm going to have a show uh, in Phoenix at Hump Day Burlesque at the Lost Leaf. Uh, another show I have um, is I'm going to be in St. Louis, actually, for the first time. Wow. Yeah, I don't get out much. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like you're getting cool. around just fine. You're going to Vegas, and you've got. Well, now I am. Now I am. Right. So, so how? So, what's going on in Vegas? I mean, what's what's going on in St. Louis? So, St. Louis, we have this event called Coven. It's this fun little goth uh, night at. Uh, I don't remember the name of the bar, but it's this cool little venue. I'll get you the name of the venue, but the event's called Coven. Um, uh, say t- uh, cutthroat. Uh, cutthroat cabaret a satanic speakeasy kind of thing right and i helped come up with the name <laughs> I, I love it I see. really speaky 19 like 20s kind of feel but at the same time like scary and bloody and messy so fun though it sounds like amazing and it's and so what is the date for that in the st louis area uh if you if you don't hate fun, and you don't want the mm-hmm. finer things in life passing you by. Get yes. to this show and see the incredible little Jason Clare. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of getting around, you just posted something today um, on your Instagram, and it was something that said uh, from a villain show out in Long Beach. Uh, the shot oh, yeah. Is, this shot is fantastic. You look amazing. Oh, thank you it. so much. Yeah, I love my favorite photos, like performance photos of me is when I do like really crazy hair flips because it's like uh, it, it kind of like shows off the uh, the intensity of my shows or even because I get a lot of uh, shots and stuff of me just looking pretty and calm and everything. But my favorite shots of wh- when I like my hair is flying or I'm making a crazy face or something like that. Right, that right, show, right. That was sh- that show was from uh, I believe it was over the summer actually. Uh, it was at Devil's Playground uh, Harvell's in Long Beach. It's this beautiful venue that, um, it's a, it's a, a burlesque bar is what it oh, is. Nice. So they have a bunch of different troops, a bunch of different casts and all fabulous performers. If those of you who are in the Long Beach area, if you've never been to Harvell's, I highly recommend you go check them out because it's fantastic. It's a good old time. And, and I'm doing my best. That's right. And who doesn't love a good hair flip? I mean, really? Oh Yeah. If, if so, you say you don't, you're lying. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Or, again, you, you just... <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that because I kind of have the opinion of porn. Um, I'm actually a fan of hentai. <laughs> wow. If we're, ta- 
if we're talking about personal preferences, I that's what yeah. Okay, that's what we're talking about. Now, now I, I don't want to have to explain what hentai is to our listeners, so I'm going to let you do that. It's animated porn. It's a little bit more than that, though, isn't it? Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's pretty it's an Well, okay, there. so I mean, it is. Yes, um, it's it's animated porn, but the thing about animation is all bets are off. And you can draw things that go in certain ways that normal humans cannot do. Right. I'll just say this. Okay. Tentacles will be yep. present. Tentacles. Uh, yep. Uh, the anime festivals and, the, and of course, the um, right. uh, the big Akon festival. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and so I didn't realize that, like, the kink community and the anime community are very much intertwined with that. Is that a, is that a fair you, statement? You know what's funny is I just had this conversation of all people with my mother, <laughs> and we were talking about there's a stand up uh, there's a stand up comedian we like uh, Margaret Cho where she oh, talks yeah. about she talks about how there's this weird crossover with people who are in the fetish and kink community who also do like Renaissance Festival and are like comic book nerds or. Yeah. Or work in IT and um, or like uh, watch Doctor Who or stuff like that. I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right <laughs> because I have like I'm in the uh, fetish and like kink community, and I'm a Trekkie and I love books and anime and manga, and also uh, participate and have friends uh, in the Renaissance Festival. So <laughs> I'm like, that's that's accurate. Yeah, you're like a black belt in like nerd kink, man. Like, I mean, you're like a ninja. I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) Are you kidding? You could. You're a professor. You could teach a class in this with with all those different outlets. I mean, you get it from all sides, man. No pun intended, of course. (laughs) Oh, that's a great pun. So, whether it was intentional or not, that's a great pun. Irresistible. Thank you. So tell me yeah. what the what the appeal for for being avian for the first time what that would hold for you. Um want to to meet or interact with? Oh, absolutely. I um I like to meet uh Joanna Angel and the small hands because I think they're ridic- like the most ridiculously adorable like and like power couple in the industry. Like they capitalize or I don't I wouldn't say capitalize but they like put what they do like as part of their life and as part of their relationship and kind of brings them together and I I follow both of them on Instagram and they look like they have so much fun and they support like they (laughs) they mutually support each other and they look like they would be fun to just talk to and hang out with well I can maybe share a few bad jokes with well, I can confirm that because just three years that I've been, uh, I've uh, have been. Uh, we I always travel with them to the after party. Uh, the guy that oh, runs yeah. Burning Angel is my man Mitch Fontaine, who he's one who started Burning Angel with Joanna back in mm-hmm. New York, back when I lived in New York, and um, and uh, it's always a great time. So uh, she always throws uh, the the official Burning Angel after party, and then we all meet at the Hard Rock and get in some big ridiculous. Uh, Hummer limousine Humvee thing, whatever. In fact, the only time I've oh, ever fun. been in one of those was with Joanna and, and Aaron. And, I've still and, and never been whole... in a limo. 
I've never been in a limo. <laughs> this was huge with its own uh, uh, dancing pole apparatus uh, right in the middle. It's a great time. All the birds nice. and girls are there, and so I really hope that you're able to make it so that you can join us this year because that would I think you would really really have a, have a great time. I want to. I want to so badly. Com. Uh, click on officefurniturecom If you click on it, it'll send you to the website. to get a lot of great stuff. If you buy something, they'll throw a few bucks back our way. Helps us keep the lights on and keep uh, bringing a show like this to you each and every single week for free. Uh, if you haven't already subscribed, go on to iTunes. Of course, we're across the board. We're on Spotify. We're on uh, you know all the major uh, podcast uh, platforms. And, uh, and of course, you know, uh, terrestrial and, uh, and satellite radio. So what you want to do is go to iTunes and just click subscribe. And this will show up for free in your iTunes each and every single week. Your Android users, you have not been forsaken. Uh, there's also an app there. Um, and, of course, in 2018, there will be a Tricky Kid Radio app. Uh, so you can just listen to it straight from, uh, from, from that app as well. So, uh, a lot more things, like I said, coming up. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, we mentioned about that. It's running in Dallas at the Winsboro Opera House until December the 17th. So, if you haven't had a chance, go ahead and uh, get your tickets for that. It's a great show. We saw it a few weeks ago on opening night. Unbelievably awesome. You know, I love the holidays, so I might be a bit biased, but this is a fantastic, fantastic show. So come on out. Like I said, IHWE uh, will have more stuff on our website, of course, for appearances for little Jason Clare. Uh, go to trickykid.com. That's tricky-kid.com. Follow us on Twitter at the handle with trickykid and the number two. And it's great because there will be much more pictures of, of, of everything that we're talking about, of all of our great guests. And uh, it's just a, a great way to have a visual to, to accompany uh, you know, the audio that you're listening to now. Hey folks, this is Brian O'Halloran. You might know me from such iconic classic films as Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Vulgar. Anyway, you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio. You got it. Hey, hey guys, this is Brian O'Halloran. You might know me from such classic cult hits as Clerks, Clerks 2, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Brutal Massacre, many, many more. And you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. Hi, this is Marilyn Gigliotti. Most people know me as Veronica from Clerks. It ain't 37. Uh, this, you're listening to Tricky Kid. Radio. I missed that up anyway. I'll cut it post. Hi, this is Marilyn Gigliotti. Most people know me as Marilyn. They do know he's Marilyn. Hello. Hi, this is Marilyn Gigliotti, and you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. You know me as Veronica from Clerks. It ain't 37. Hey, everybody. This is actor and musician Scott Schiaffo, best known from the Kevin Smith films Clerks and Vulgar. You are listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. Perfect. Is coming up next on Tricky Kid Radio is multi-AVN 2018 nominee adult industry superstar Ariana Marie. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> so as you and I were just talking, you've been all over the globe, uh, all over the country this week, not only with the holiday, mm-hmm. but are, you're also out doing a feature dancing tour, is that right? Yes, yeah. So I just did a, a gig in Brockton, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I can never say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can never say that word. Um and so, yeah, I did a gig there, and I did two shows each night uh, for two nights. So it was it was pretty good. 
Well, well, that's good. Now, do you do you like the feature? I mean, of course, you like the feature dancing, but what is? Tell me an aspect about the feature dancing tour that that kind of allows you to to kind of be a little bit more. I don't know, creative. Um, definitely uh, with my shows, I get to kind of, I can kind of dress however I want. Like I can, you know, it's kind of like my like little style that I can bring into my shows and everything. So I have different outfits for each uh, set of songs that I do. Oh, um, fantastic. Yeah, and so, like, it's not the same show. Um, like, for the first night, I'll do two shows, so each show will be different. Um, so I think that's kind of cool for for the audience to kind of see me one way and then see me the, the next show another way because I normally keep my first show a little tame just because I'm kind of feeling everybody out and feeling the crowd. Right. And, then, and then the second the second show that I do, I try to go out like really big and like make a mess and everything. And I think <laughs> sometimes people get upset, like the the club people get upset. But I mean, people remember it, so. Well, I mean that's that's the whole point, man. Is that you know people see something like that, they tell their friends, they you know they they come back and right. again, you know. Mm-hmm. Now you, you talk about about you know traveling so much, and like I said right before we went on. Uh, you were in Florida, you know, Colorado, came into Vegas. Now you're currently driving to uh, Los Angeles. Yeah. And so uh, so I hope I, I don't lose you here in the desert. I was going to say, though, <laughs> is that you're calling in to Dallas right now where the studio is, and that's, mm-hmm. where, and that's where you're from. Yes. So I was born in uh, Dallas, Texas, and I stayed there until I was about five, and then my dad got a job offer to be in Tampa, to be located in Tampa. So I grew up, I say I grew up in Florida because I kind of did. Right, right, <laughs> um, right. But, uh, yeah, so I'm a, I'm a Texan at heart. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you still have any, any family in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area? Um, I have um, some, like, family friends that, that live in um, – the Dallas area, but that's about it. I don't like have like any like blood family that's that's there. Gotcha. Okay, because I was wondering if you had any like, you know, if you and I could relate on that level, if there was any sort of memories you might have had of like growing up and like partying, yeah, alum yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, it was just um my dad my dad's uh, buddy that worked with him. He they lived in the same neighborhood, and so like I would play with his kids and everything and. Um, but I haven't seen I haven't seen his kids in like a while. But um, I recently got married last September, and so um, he came. My dad's friend that lives in, in Dallas, he came to our wedding and everything. But I hadn't seen his kids, so. Wow! Wow! Well, congratulations! Yeah. Congratulations on on the wedding. Oh, thank you. Did you guys do something massive for the honeymoon? Um, actually we didn't. We, um, we just kind of, we wanted to keep it kind of short and sweet. And so we went to Long Beach, uh, California and we did like a, like a little swingers, uh, getaway thing, but it it didn't like really turn out the way that we wanted it to. So (laughs) we ended up leaving early, but it was okay because we were kind of just like, ah, let's go home. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what Um, about it? What about it didn't work out the way you wanted um, I think the the uh, the party that we were going to because that's what it was. It was a party, but you go there for like the weekend and you stay at the hotel. Um, it just uh, I, I don't know. I kind of felt like it was 
not advertised as well as it like they were trying to portray it to be. Right. And so um, we kind of just hung out by the pool the whole time and like kind of did our own thing and we really didn't. Uh, we didn't. I mean, we interacted with some people, but like we didn't like hook up with anybody. <laughs> oh, well, that brings me my, my my next thing is that is that you you've been a proud advocate for the swinger lifestyle community and, and of course in open relationships. Uh, you just recently launched uh, a new campsite called Club, ClubCamHouse.com, and then, mm-hmm. of course, the Swinger Lifestyle site, TheCoupleNextDoor.com. Talk to me yes. about that a little bit. Um, so TheCoupleNextDoor.com is uh, pretty much me and my husband's, uh, like, real-life uh, uh, adventures. Um, so everything that you see on, well, that you will see on Couple Next Door is things that like it's just like normal to us and um it's not it's not like a script or anything everything is like what you see is it it wasn't like it's not like a script so i don't know if that makes any sense um sure but uh so (laughs) so we have some fun with that and we're hoping to be shooting for that a little bit more i've just been crazy busy with traveling and everything so it's so hard to shoot content when I'm on the road and everything because I normally have my like play dates and he has his play dates when we're home and we're not home that often right now <laughs> <laughs> right Wait, but I mean but there's something very, very obviously you know obviously authentic you know what I mean and so mm-hmm. instead of like you said like with the script this is just something that you guys are doing anyway you just yeah. decided to film it yeah so like um I just we're like oh well you know a lot of my fans now know that I'm married and everything. And some of them are like, Oh man, like my fantasy is totally done because she's married. And I'm like, wait, 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 no, because, (laughs) uh, you know, my husband, he's, you know, very open-minded and, you know, he likes, you know, sharing me and everything like that. And so, um, and I like doing the same with him. Uh, so we just figured, why not? Like, why don't we just start filming, you know, my playdates and, you know, your playdates and everything. And so the fans can actually see that it's real life stuff and it's not like acting or anything. Right, right. Because there's there's so much of, of that that they can get anywhere else as a consumer. Yeah. And like you said, it makes a lot of sense, you know, professionally because, again, you know, like I said, a lot of times when the performers do get married, uh, you know, the the fantasy uh, for, for, you know, for some people, I guess, would be um, – you know, I guess gone. So this mm-hmm. just kind of just just enhances it and just kind of extends it, right? Yeah, and actually, I I've actually been like kind of, um, you know, kind of watching like how the fan base is, and I think the fan base is actually more intrigued with like the couple stuff that I do. I, I mean, like they're still like you know good with like you know the scenes that I shoot and everything like that, but like they're wanting more of like oh, we want to see this stuff on Couple Next Door. We want to see you, you know, doing this, this, this. And they're more into the whole couple thing than they are just like Ariana by herself, you know. So That's, that's very exciting because you yeah. might have thought that, wow, like, uh, you know, uh, this, you know, I mean, this is almost kind of like a serendipitous type kind of thing, right? Like you didn't think that, uh, you know, maybe, you know, how is this going to go? And it's it's turning out yeah. better than you thought, you know. 
Yeah, I, I wasn't sure at first because, you know, like some people were getting, like when I was posting like my wedding photos and stuff, people were like, oh my gosh, like you're married. Are you quitting porn? Like, are you retired? And I'm like, no, no, no. Like I still am like, I can still shoot and everything and, you know, everything's good. Right, <laughs> so right. A lot of people were like, what is going on here? <laughs> so so were you inundated with that a lot like I mean when when you were starting to share more of a personal side of your life again with getting married and all that was is that what you were seeing from the fans that they were they were worried that you were going to be quitting yeah and you know I don't know like for me like I love being in this industry but I also love being able to balance um, my personal life as well and I I enjoy sharing, you know, what I'm doing with my fans. I don't want to hide anything from them. I don't want them, you know, to meet me. And then I'm like, and uh, like, I, I know some, some people can, they, they try to portray like, oh, well, you know, I'm this single girl. So your fantasy stays alive. But I want my fans to know like, hey, I'm married, but my husband's super freaking cool. And he lets me do these cool things. But you guys get to see it too. Yeah, yeah. And sure. so, yeah. Um, I didn't. I mean, it kind of made me nervous at first, and I think my husband was even nervous, like when I started posting like wedding photos and stuff. But I don't. I mean, if anything, I think it it was a good a good thing because I don't like keeping like secrets from my fans. I mean, I love my fans, and I want them to know that I'm happy and that I love my work and I love making porn for them and everything. So. Well, you have a very, very unique relationship uh, with your fans. You, you, uh, you and I have met a couple of times at the, at the uh, of course, in person at the, the last several Avian Awards mm-hmm. and the Expos. And the, you know, the relationship that I witnessed between you and your fans is very unique, and it's uh, uh, very awesome uh, for them. And again, it's because of the transparency and just, I don't know, you have a very authentic. Um, Think about the way that you approach balancing, like what what you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of of AVN, you have been nominated for everything. Like you are, <laughs> you're, about, you're about to sweep this thing coming up in January. It's um, so crazy. <laughs> talk about some of the nominations that you, that, that you've received. Um, okay, so I am nominated this year for um, uh, AVN. I look at my phone because um, <laughs> well, I, I have I, got, I have them here if you need them. It says you've been I know, nominated. I know I got some um, some stuff with uh, Tushy nominated. Okay. Um, and so that was like a I think three scenes got nominated from that. Oh, here they are. It's um it says best three way anal sex scene girl girl boy the art of anal sex four best anal movie art of anal sex four best anal scenes or I'm um, sorry, best anal series that are of anal sex for. Um, and then I, I think that's, the, I, I think I want to say that's all of them, but um, I might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you that's, that's know, at you least enough for now, right? <laughs> yeah, that's good enough for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> so but, you're going to be all over the place here. So, so t- tell me this now. Okay. So when, when you, when you start out, did were you selective in terms of? Because I, I know um, how it works a little bit. That, that sometimes before, like I said, 
uh, performer will say do anal or or do some of the mm-hmm. um you know maybe more like a group scene they kind of take their time with it um yeah is that is that was that the route that you went as well yeah um so I just like when I got in the industry I didn't want to like do everything right away I you know I wanted to take my time with it um and that was just more of like a personal thing um not because, like, I was holding out on because I was like, oh, I can make more money. It was just something that I wasn't ready to do right away. Um, okay. And so I wanted to do, um, like, for instance, anal and everything. I wanted to do that at home before I did it on camera. I wanted to be secure within my myself that I was going to be able to be able to do it um, and enjoy it. And so that's – and I, I think I – I shot my first anal like what I think I want to say like a year and a half almost two years ago. Oh, okay. So, um, but like, but then I was under contract for about a year um, with Tushy, Vixen, and Black, um, and so I couldn't shoot those scenes for anyone else for a whole year, and so which I was fine with because I didn't want to shoot too much of it. Um, now I'm out of contract and I'm able to shoot those scenes for pretty much anybody, but I'm still very selective about who I shoot for and or what kind of scenes I shoot. And if it is an anal scene, then I want it to be, you know, with a, a big company. It's kind of like an event, you know what I mean? Instead of it just mm-hmm. being just run of the mill kind of thing. And that kind of goes back to what we were talking about with like kind of your, your transparency and, and what you've cultivated with your fans, because you wanted to do it, and make sure that it's going to it's going to translate on screen, which of course they'll pick up on, right? Right. Yeah. So, so what what would you say is uh, you know maybe the most challenging type of scene uh, for for you? Um, I mean, animal at first was a little challenging just because like I could do it at home and you know I was like all good because I wasn't. Um, like, when I did my first anal scene, I was a little, like, paranoid about, you know, obviously being clean, and, you know, I'm like, oh, am I going to do a good scene? I had done it at home, and I was fine. Like, no no stress, no issues. But when you're on set, it's a it's almost like a different feeling because you're like, okay, like, you know, like, I'm about to do this, and it's on camera, you know? So, right, right. Um, I was a little um, paranoid my first scene, but... Um, you know, I had a great male talent that was working with me, and he was like, it's okay, we can go as, as slow as we want and everything, and, um, you know, this is your day and everything. So, um, it, and the crew was actually very helpful, too. Um, so, uh, that that was good. But it took me a minute to, like, you know, because I love eating food so much that <laughs> I think that was, like, my biggest struggle is, like, finding a way to do my process for anal, uh, as far as cleaning, um, and not being able to eat, like, heavy foods and stuff. I think that was, like, my biggest struggle. <laughs> but now I've, <laughs> right. I've got it down pretty good. <laughs> so you're, to me, your process might include some sort of food that may not be quite conducive to the experience, right? <laughs> right, Exactly. Well, uh, well, apparently it's working out for you because uh, you're doing it well. Because again, you've been nominated, you know, across yeah. the board for all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you were nominated for for best new starlet uh, back in 2015, and that's 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 a big deal, right? 
Yeah, so that was, I was so excited when I um, got nominated for that because I was so new to the industry and everything. I was like, oh my God, I'm being recognized for something. And, you know, I was so new, so I didn't know, like, am I performing well? Like, am I doing, am I doing things right and everything? And I guess I was, so I was happy to be nominated. I didn't win that award, but uh, just to be nominated in general is always a good feeling. I try not to get too wrapped up in the awards, but, like, you know, like, oh, like, am I going to win this award? I got, like, that uh, last year, and I was like, man, I was so bummed because I didn't win uh, last year. Um, but it's okay because as long as you're nominated for something, it, it it means that you're doing something right and you're being recognized for something. For for sure, absolutely. And I wanted, I wanted to ask you about in terms of, like, recognition, like you were saying. I've, you know, we have a lot of different type of guests on the show, everybody from authors and, uh, you know, athletes, musicians, even professional wrestlers, the whole bit. And so uh, a lot of times when I've interviewed people that have, like, say, have, have started out as an unknown, like, say, for, like, a Netflix series. And while they're filming while they're filming the show, of course, they're not famous. Nobody knows who they are. Then mm-hmm. the show airs, and then suddenly their life completely changes. It, it, okay. At what point did you notice was it when you got to the Avian Awards or were you being recognized before that? At, at, at what point did you start to notice the change? Um, personally, I mean, I thought I, I noticed something like, you know, when I was going on sets and everything and like uh, the directors, the new directors that I had never worked for, they're like, oh my gosh, I've heard so many good things about you. Can't wait. Like, I'm so happy to shoot you today and, and that kind of thing. Um, so, I started noticing it before my first AVN, um, which was obviously a good feeling. It's always nice. Um, And then the fans, I mean, I have fans that still are with me from, you know, almost five years now. And I'm like, I remember when you only had 5,000 followers. And I'm like, I know. So, so yeah, I mean, I kind of recognized it a, a little early, I think. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. So getting back to the swinger thing, because you were uh, part of the swinger lifestyle before you got into the industry, correct? Um, No, no. So I didn't – I was already in the industry, and then I met my husband. um, And then when we got together, he had told me, like, hey, this is how I am, and, you know, this is kind of – my lifestyle and everything and like and at first I was a little hesitant I didn't know because I'd never done or been with someone like that before that was in that kind of lifestyle and so I went to a actually a, a sex therapist and she educated me on you know the swinger lifestyle community I, okay um so um so he introduced me to it and then I went to, like, my first party in Vegas with, like, 2,000 swingers, and I, like, had a blast. And so ever since then, I've just kind of, like, I like it because no one judges you when you're there, and it's, like, you get to have fun, you can kind of do whatever you want, and, like, no one's going to say anything like, oh, look at that girl, she's doing crazy. Like, it's <laughs> right. A, it's, a, it's a cool thing, so... And so, so, so he's the one, of course, introduced you uh, to it and, and brought you into it. And then now mm-hmm. you've kind of discovered, uh, you know, a whole new aspect of your of your sexuality. 
Right, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know, like, because, like, I had been in relationships, like, before I got into the industry, of course, and everything, and I was, like, you know, always kind of, like, a little jealous and everything, and, like, if, like, my boyfriends are going to, like, parties without me, I'm, like, why are you going to a party without me? So I was always a little jealous in that aspect, and then I met my husband, and because he was honest with me from, like, day one, and, like, he wanted me to be included in anything, um, that... I think that changed my perspective on it and everything. And so I'd rather my husband be honest with me and tell me that, you know, he wants to go have sex with a girl and he wants to either tell me or he wants me to join them, you know. Most of the time it's it's joining. (laughs) But But, so so for our listeners, like – that first that first experience, like I said, you went to a party, so it was kind of like, you know, a party atmosphere and everything was great. But when it came time to – did you guys pair off? Uh, I mean, was it was it, was it a joint thing? Like, what what were some of your fears? Uh, or tell, tell, tell me more about a time when your fears were kind of, um, you know, uh, kind of like relieved because you, you realized this was going to be for you. Um, when we were driving to Vegas, actually – for this first party and keep in mind my sex therapist at the time she told him she goes don't take her to any crazy parties like you know take her to dinner with a couple first and then like go from there and um so we went to vegas and i was kind of freaking out because you know it was so new to me and i was like well what are the like you know what are the rules and you know what is our like um our our signal if like we're not into a couple like because you don't want to like you know, be rude to anybody, but you also want to have, you know, a communication with your partner and be like, okay, yeah, I'm not into this, or yes, I am into this, and um, so we kind of did that, Um, but I I don't know, like, I just, I had so much fun at that first party that um, I, I wasn't really, like, I was just having fun, I wasn't really, like, thinking too much, and, like, it was funny, because my husband was like, we actually hooked up with um, a couple there, and I was like, "Oh yeah, do this, do this, do this to her." And he's like, "Whoa, baby, like chill out, like it's okay. <laughs> Everybody's gonna get their turn. It's gonna be fine." I was like, "No, it's like I was having so much fun, so I wasn't really like thinking. I don't, I, I don't think." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you have like the pom poms and you're like cheering? Him yeah, on? <laughs> I was like, I was, I was like, yeah, do it, do it like this. <laughs> it was so funny. Were you surprised by your own reaction to that? What was that? Were you surprised by your own reaction of how much how much that you did enjoy yeah. it and 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 how much that that you responded to it? Yeah, I was because you know I had never been like that before, and I like uh, you know I kind of not I wasn't like raised to to think that I was supposed to be with one person, but um, in a way I was kind of, and so when I was doing this whole thing with the swinger uh, event, I was like, this is fun. I go, and I, I don't know why more people aren't like this, <laughs> you know? That's- well, yeah, well, if you were born in Dallas and raised in Florida, I mean, like I said, you, you and I have, have, have similar, we're raised in the South. I mean, so I, I, I come from a, a similar, you know, uh, kind of conditioning in that respect. Right. So, 
So the site is called thecouplenextdoor.com. It's where they can, they mm-hmm. can follow along with you and your husband's adventures. Of course, you also yeah. have your own production company, of course, for arianamarie.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, out feature dancing all over the country. Got yeah. all the avian nominations uh, coming up in January. Uh, uh, they're in Vegas. They're at the Hard Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more thing I would want to ask you is that you did Naked News over the summer. I did. Um, talk talk about that. <laughs> that was really fun. I had never done it before. Um, I had never been to Canada before. And so uh, when I did that, it was definitely an experience because we were out, like, on the street, like, giving the news topless and everything. And I was like, I'm okay with being, like, naked in front of people, obviously. But, like, it was just so different because we were, like, out on the street. <laughs> <laughs> um but I had so much fun, and the girls were so sweet, and I'd love to go back and, and do a, a few segments with them again. Um, Thanks for joining us uh, this you. week on Tricky Kid Radio. Congratulations on all the nominations, and we will see you in Vegas in January. Can't wait. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ariana. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Super cool. I think she's a rad chick. Don't you uh, see, see us, like, hanging out with her at Comic-Con this year? <laughs> totally. Like we, we were just talking about going to Comic Con. We need to bring Ariana with us, right? Yes. Let's let's make it like a uh, like a squad trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have our whole yeah. squad going. So, yeah. but, but but you know what's funny is that you know if she agrees uh, to go uh, to Comic Con, um, you know she might suggest that that you and all your friends join her on the uh, on the the Swinger Cruise. So. <laughs> so <laughs> So, so we got to be careful what we invite her to. So we, uh, yeah, uh, no, uh, no, she's so great, and we wish Ariana so much luck uh, at the Avian Awards. Absolutely, uh, coming up yep. in Jan- coming up in January, she has been uh, nominated for so many awards uh, that she's basically mm-hmm. going to be uh, her and a few others are, are going to uh, freaking sweep this thing. And she, as you heard, she totally deserves it. What I mean, what a sweet oh, yeah, heart, right? Absolutely, she's super cool. Like, just a really uh, rad, just, like, down-to-earth chick that I can see, like, getting coffee with. And I think that's also the reason of her success, too, because she has a really neat relationship um, with her fans. And if you yeah. uh, make it to Avian, you'll see it. She, it's a very mm-hmm. uh, it's a very close-knit thing that she's got going on there that she's worked her ass off for. So I bet. So, 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 so happy to have Ariana Marie with us. Uh, check her out. Go vote for her. There's a, a yes. voting thing that's up now. Um, uh, if you go on to avian.com, uh, you'll be able to vote for Ariana in all the categories that she's nominated for. And, and there will uh, be links posted, right? Uh, of course, absolutely. Okay, uh, awesome. And so, yeah, so, yeah, so definitely go vote for Ariana Marie. She's awesome and deserves yeah. it, and it's just one of the best to do it. Uh, if you like cool people and fun, then vote for her. That's right. And yes. hot. And hot. <laughs> and hot. Super, oh, my God, that body, though. That's, Rid- like, like her, like, her butt is, like, gold. Like, I'm trying to get on her level. <laughs> <laughs> so It's almost be- hypnotic. You should go and vote for her. Go and vote. Go and vote. Go do it. Go do it. Go do it. Did you hear? Did you hear that, listeners? Little Jay just do got it. just got sing songy. Okay, yes. like that. Well, Jay, I can't thank you enough for joining us this week. It's always such a great pleasure. Anytime that we have you. Yeah. 
I'm so I'm so happy you wanted me back. This is so much fun. We we should do it again sometime. Make a date of it. <laughs> That's right, and 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 we totally will. And hopefully, uh, like I said, you will be in Vegas in January. And you know what? We could do it in person, live, right yeah. there on the expo floor. And Happy just, birthday I, to me. That's, that's what I'm saying. Right? The birthday gift right there. And then have, um, you know, just have you flag the performers as they walk by. Come join our show. I can totally see you doing that. Yes, I can do it. I'm tiny, but I'm loud. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jay, before I let you know, where, so once again, remind everyone where they can find you on the interwebs and in any impending appearances coming your way. I am on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm active on all of them. I will post my show dates um, and everything. You can find me at Little J Sinclair. And I have, I'll be performing in St. Louis, February 17th. All information uh, about that show will be in uh, on all of my social media. And upcoming shows and everything will be posted as they get booked. Fantastic. Uh, once again, everybody, Little J. Sinclair, burlesque, fire, fun, goth, industrial, pink. <laughs> deadliest woman in show business. <laughs> the deadliest woman in show business. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. And don't forget, you can find us, of course, on Twitter at the handle Tricky Kid and the number two. Go on uh, Facebook, Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. That's Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. My own personal uh, DJ page is under DJ Tricky Kid. And, of course, always visit TrickyKid.com. That's Tricky-Kid.com. You'll see pictures of Ariana, Little J, uh, all the things that we're talking about here. And we want to wish everybody a wonderful and safe holiday. Happy holidays, everybody. And Merry Christmas, and we'll see you next week. Ow!